So, hello, episode four of Live from the Brodello, and this is our first guest Wednesdays, which is the thing I've just instated. Right, I um, see. Where it's a Wednesday, and, and we're we, having guests. And we have a guest. We're we, going to see if we can... We've, we've also decided on a new format for the show. We're going to be broadcasting Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so we'll have a schedule. For, for the next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then everything will fall apart. Probably. Yeah, well, I mean, even if we even make it that far. Yeah. We were broadcasting every day, but that only worked for one day, so... Yeah. So, so we've done done pretty well. So, so our first guest Wednesdays, I feel like our guests should introduce themselves and, and say something interesting and witty. Something interesting and witty. Well, that was predictable. You, you did half of it. You need to introduce yourself as well. Hi, I'm the first guest. I'm Julian. Hi, Julian. Hi, Lewis. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. You have guests. I didn't bring out any cheese and crackers. Oh, I didn't. That? I didn't know we'd have guests, so I would have gotten some. It's okay. I've got my uh, cheese and mushroom crepe right that here. That looks really that good, actually. Suffice. Is it Gruyere? Um, it's Swiss. Oh, I, it could, I, there could be Gruyere. Is it, is it proper Swiss or like Emmentaler? Or is it? I don't think Sebastian's really distinguishes between mm. the variants of Swiss cheese. They just get it in the shredded bag. Mm, yeah, that's not right. So, so I think there might be interesting lunch possibilities turning up later as well because in Yosemite they have. Um, Tiny sliders, which are like big sliders, otherwise known as burgers, but small. So, so I, I imagine I did see once, that they had food in there. Yeah, I imagine once the big wigs have have done their thing, then um, we might get the sloppy seconds, as it were. Are these wigs big enough that they brought in the uh, wooden utensils and plates again? I don't think so. So we'll those were excellent wooden utensils, plastic utensils and paper plates. It's disgusting. Like yes, like, yeah. like hideous commoners. Hey, at least you guys are eating. That's true, that's true. Says the man who doesn't want to discuss his terrible life choices. Yes. Well, I, I mean, that's that's true of all of my life choices. Um, especially the terrible ones, though. They're all terrible. Some are just more terrible than others. Mm. This, this, the one that, so what's what's in it today to make it palatable? Um, I, I just changed the ratios so that there's less sugar and more oat flour. Which that sounds like it, a mistake. No, it was... Disgustingly sweet yesterday. So, so yes, this time it's actually come to a fairly mellow medium, um, and it's almost palatable on its own, which means I have to add fewer things to to make it edible. How's your heart rate still fluctuating wildly? Slightly, yeah. Okay, that's a good sign. But that's just because I'm with you. Though. It's just just so exciting to be near me. Mm-hmm. I know. How's your heart rate? <laughs> Are you guys teens? Oh man, I feel really old now. I'm I'm twenteen. 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 Um, how does this work? Twenteen three. I'm not. I'm not twenteen. I'm still. This this was a thing that that happened when uh, when you had to learn American English. No, no. When when numbers. when we were kids and, and learning numbers, there were some people in my class who would go like nineteen, twenty, twenty one, blah blah blah, twenty nine, and then the next one is obviously twenty ten. Followed by 2011 and 2012, and and I'm not sure if then you get to 20 2020 10 probably, and then 2020 11, and you just like it's it's almost like French, right? It's like a base 20. Yeah, system. there are some languages that do that where they maintain uniqueness only up to 20, and then they just go through various permutations of that. Well, it's like it's like our, our time system. <laughs> yes, several digits, and they're all sixty. There's a reason that they're not here anymore, and it probably is unrelated to their time system. Who? The Babylonians. Oh. Actually, does anyone know what happened Why? To them? What happened to them? Um, I don't know. No. Nah. 
Well, only Wikipedia can answer this question. They turned into Iraq, I think, mm. at some point. Oh, was it? No. I'm, I'm not even going to pretend to be knowledgeable about histories. It's definitely not going to be the Mongols. Yeah, I don't think it was the Mongols. I mean, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Well, for various values of we're going to subscribe to basically everything and kill all of you because lol. Yeah, I mean, anything that was destructive in the past and we're no longer personally sad about is pretty cool. Well, like the plague. Yeah, pretty cool. Cool plague, bro. Cool plague, yeah. yeah. I mean, like they did get they did get to, they did get to wear those sweet hats and those often awesome peaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always interesting when you think about calamities in the past when the too soon moment is. Mm-hmm. Like in Boston, for example, I think we can safely make soon. jokes about um, the molasses yeah. flood. Oh uh, no, no, right. too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Boston strong. Boston awesome. sweet. <laughs> Boston running slowly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the molasses flood. That's a thing that you don't see very often. You don't? I, I, I mean, I guess I have it. Like, as my video alarm clock every morning. I like to wake up to <laughs> a moment of history. You don't just have, have a molasses tower collapse in your bedroom? No. Scald you awake? <laughs> the problem with that is just, like, it's really heavy. And also, I'm on the third floor. So, um, it seeps down through the floorboards, and our downstairs neighbors aren't particularly happy with that. Why do always run the downhill? Mm-hmm. Reminds me of a joke. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Do you want, do you want to submit it for, for verification? You're just going to tell it. Is there, like, an official joke-fetting process for this show? Well, so, you, have so, you not been listening to the podcast? Why do you think I'm on it? Get the <laughs> fuck out. Um, so, so we have a... Oh, Lewis in general has has an opinion verification uh, service. So, so if you have an opinion, you can bring it to me, and I will tell you whether it's verified as, as true or not. Um, so, so on the podcast, one of the things that we are going to start doing, and we have done at least once before, is to verify whether jokes are funny or not. But we don't actually mention the joke by name. We just take its MP5 song and refer to it like that. So to avoid you, embarrassment, you right? Not funny. Um, so. So if you if you do have I mean you're welcome to just tell a joke on the podcast we we are happy with that but we can't then tell you whether we think it's funny or not we we, we could I mean you just have to be willing to be ridiculed this is true yeah your name will forever be associated with, with a potentially unfunny joke I mean, with, with having once laptop, told I can pipe it into MB5 oh, that's unreasonable okay so so your options are do this uh, you can tell us the joke or then you can like email us the joke after the podcast and we can talk about it in the next podcast in absentia I want to hear the joke though. Okay, maybe okay. this is where we can edit it back in. No, it, was, it was pertinent. <laughs> so, um, there's this family of moles, a father mole, a mother mole, and a baby mole, and they just wake up from their hibernation. Do moles hibernate? They do. And, um... I'd like to stop at this point. I, I think, for our listeners, it might be instructive to dissect this joke as it goes along and give our opinions... Mm-hmm. Um, as as it divide and conquer. I, I I don't so I don't know if it's fair to give an, a, a a yes or no opinion, but I, I can, we can give what we're talking. That about. yeah, that's that's what I meant. Is okay, that we can okay. we can we can do discussion. And I, I'm I, thinking a family of moles is a good start. It's a good start. It I, feels I like pretty funny. it feels like it's going to be a joke with a bit of an elaborate setup. It's grasped my interest. It's not one of these quick one-liners, which is very uh, I'm, I'm very hoping it, I'm hoping it has a, a mole-related part at the end. So. I would I would say at the moment. This is this this joke is at least scoring a seven in terms of potential. Joke potential is hard to read. Notoriously difficult. Expectation yes. value. <laughs> yeah. So so the the good news is that your joke is off to a solid start. Um, but now the bad expectations news is that we've interrupted are, it and ruined any flow. So now it's almost impossible. He to can read start it. again. Uh, I don't know if they want to hear that again. Okay. So we've got a bunch of moles. There's a a daddy mole, a mummy mole, and a Goldilocks mole. No, a baby mole. Okay. And so. 
They just get out of hibernation, and the father mole sticks his head out of the little mole hole, inhales deeply and says, Ah, I can smell the scent of honey. It is spring. And then the mother mole crawls up the mole hole, sticks her nose out too, and inhales deeply and says, Ah, I can smell the scent of maple syrup. It is indeed spring. But unfortunately, both father mole and mother mole are completely blocking the hole. So baby mole crawls up behind him and is like, Ah, dang, all I can smell is molasses. There's, there's pondering going on here, I think. Pondering. Pondering, yeah. Pondering. Um, I'll have to think about this one. I, I, I like I like the use of the, the rhyming term mole hole. Yeah. Found that appealing. Classic joke structure of do a thing twice and then and then the twist at the end. Which I think both gains and loses points. It gains points for tradition and loses points for But no it doesn't, I, I, it doesn't really subvert it. So it, this is true, but I I think it's a solid joke format and Yeah, and, yeah. You can definitely work with it. Right. I th- I nearly managed to preempt it right at the end. You could you could nearly see where it was going. Well, the, the fact that we were just speaking about molasses. Oh, I haven't actually linked it back to that because I have a terrible, terrible short-term memory. <laughs> it's all it's all it's all that 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 silent. Yeah, that's you have, you have mad it. human disease now. Yeah, I'm spiking. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm spiking it with weed. Actually, that's. That's my new... What's... Can you eat weed? You can. You can, I mean, you you can, you can make cakes and stuff, and I'm sure they have, like, liquid... Like, yeah, I guess, I guess... Liquid weeds. Is that a... Yeah, it probably works. I'm, I'm not knowledgeable enough about drugs. So long as it's uh, something fat-based, since the THC is fat-soluble. So, like, if you melted butter into your soil and... Or uh, if you melted, like, human flesh... Just, just say you were melting human flesh into your soil. And let's just go with that for... Okay. Oh, I thought you were just suggesting that I tell everyone, ha-ha, this is full of human flesh. We got you. So that they... Oh, no. All right, podcast over. We got him. The, the NSA has tapped into this podcast. They're going to cut it out. It's and... more of a job for the FBI. Is it? Yeah, I mean, NSA information sharing. Okay, fine. The TLA has tapped into this <laughs> this podcast and will will use this against me in my uh, run for president. I'm so going to get shot down over the whole birth certificate thing. And also the name Hussein. I mean, like, Barack had it as his middle name, but, yeah. like... Well, I mean, there's, there's also the your fact... middle name to Barack. There's, there's also the fact that, you know, I am actually a communist Muslim terrorist. Well, but so is he. Well, I know, and, and so you know, like he got two terms. The, the, the point yeah. is, the point is that I, I will say it openly and not deny it. Okay, okay, um, that's, that's that's fair. So I think people will respect your honesty. This is true, but I mean, do they still do they want me running the country? I suppose that didn't matter for Barack either, <laughs> or or many presidents. He won the popular vote. Yeah, well, I mean, that doesn't mean so anything, does it? <laughs> and Bush. Oh wait, no, no sorry, that's 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 the joke that. Julian preempted my joke. I don't like this whole guest business. People get to be funny before me. <laughs> is it a race? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything you say in life is a joke race. Who can be funny first? And then who laughs last laughs also? Also, laughs longer. Because there's no one to cut him off. Exactly. And his laughter just keeps going and going. <laughs> Forever, until the next joke is told, and then everybody has to stop laughing. No, no, we specified the last. Yeah, but I mean, so, so you tell a joke, and then a bunch of people laugh. And then the last person laughs, and they continue laughing until a new opportunity to, for everybody no, else. No, 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 no. Like we last, only the last, the last, you last laugh. The last. the last one in yeah. in the history of the universe. Yeah, just in the in history, I guess. In in all future in history. history. I love the concept of future histories. Like like future uh, historical pre-enactors. <laughs> one of my favorite activities. <laughs> it's like that sign. Um, you know how New England has this fascination with mock historic villages. 
Sorry, does it? It does. You're from England. You should know this. New so, England. New England has. New England is just like a. You should, you should know about New England. Well, yeah, I know it's. I know it's. Um, the, the whole place is a mock historic village, but. <laughs> But they actually do that in China. They make like there there are a few places in China where they've made they've just remade bits of London or Paris. We have that in Las Vegas. New yeah, York, but, New York. but they've they've actually just like done a large part of an entire town because I don't know. They've got a lot of people, they've got a lot of stuff to do. The funniest yeah. thing about that sort of replication in China is that they focus on the really mundane element. So I have a Chinese friend whose parents recently moved to a mock urban sprawl tract home suburb, and it looks exactly <laughs> like the outskirts of, say, Phoenix, Arizona. That sounds like a terrible thing to copy. It's supposed to be like the new hip district. Is it just that if you build the worst place ever, you get the outskirts of Phoenix, Arizona? I guess that's, that's like America at its heart. It's depressing when you look at it through that lens. But America's <laughs> usually depressing when you look at its heart. <laughs> America's heart all is depression. Cholesterol built up. Probably makes for good stuff, though. Why did this? What? All, the, all those American hearts. Oh, I see. We're, we're, we we're back on the same, the yeah. same, same rut. It's the, it's the still. repeat, the same joke. Okay, so I'm, g- I'm going to tell a story about um, a surprise dog. A surprise dog. Yeah. Um, Is this and, the one that didn't yeah, happen? Yes, correct. Okay. Um, so, so Lewis has heard this story, but for the sake of the podcast, um, so, so we got home the other day, and Jesse said to me, first thing, like, I nearly bought a dog today, and, and I was like, what the actual fucks? This isn't actually a very good story. I'm going to cut this whole thing. It's bullshit. No, we want to hear. We want to hear what what happened. Um, and and I was like, if if you get a dog, then you can leave. And yeah. now I just sound like a barbarian. You you just sound cruel and heartless, and yeah. like you hate puppies. I do. I don't. I don't hate puppies. Um, you better not hate puppies. I dislike tiny Yorkies. That's a fair assessment. I will validate that opinion for you. Oh, thank you. Um, I wasn't. I didn't even ask. I I just wanted to validate. Hold on. I I, I but you validated my opinion without my consent. Okay. I'm not sure it is. I mean, you you might feel slightly opinion violated. But can I can I have an opinion safe word for next time, please? <laughs> I, I suppose you can go back and edit edit this. Lewis, you went to like a liberal American college. Like, wasn't the notion of consent like drilled into you from every poster on the wall? I mean, consent is incredibly important in many circumstances, but I'm not sure opinions are one of those. <laughs> Do you consent to hear my opinion right now? I mean, our, our world would be a lot quieter if we respected that. Gosh, wouldn't it be great? Permission to speak. Permission to nod. Yep. I'd actually printed out a speaking con earlier, but like Lord of the Flies style. Yeah, yeah, I, I found a nice one and printed it. That only works if we can also have a big head on the stick, which is. I see no problem with that. Yeah, actually, this is this is maybe a good story. I'm just I'm going to attempt to tell stories. I'm going to warn you. I might verify this. Okay, fine. I, I give you permission ahead of time to give me your opinion on this story. So, in lieu of, of getting a, a dog and, and our eternal arguments about whether we should get a horrible, tiny, yippy little uh, Yorkie or, or a beautiful, hilariously cute kitten, I am in no way biased, we, we actually compromised on the idea of getting a piglet. And, it's a and terrible compromise. No, it's an excellent compromise. And, and, the, and, the, and that is the ideal compromise that it makes everyone maximally miserable? No. So, so having a cute little hilarious piglet running around the house is great. Until it's nine months old and has stopped being cute and hilarious. At which point we kill it and have a hog roast. And then we repeat the next year. And then what we do is we have... And then we get another, another piglet. And, and we name them after presidents. 
Sequentially. Sequentially, starting from Washington. Washington. Like and, and president names are excellent names for picks. Actually, will you run out of names before you die? Um, 44 in the duration of his piglet would be 9 months well you're, you're talking probably probably one, are you really it's a piglet a year, or one a year yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it depends how many presidents we have upcoming right I mean we'll certainly get quite old and based on my, my future pre-enactment, pre-enactments of the, the Civil War Part 2 we may have a number of presidents coming rapidly so, so yeah but like I think any president name makes for an excellent pig name like I want a pig called Eisenhower because that's an excellent pig name. Sounds like a variety of pork. Like, that's an Eisenhower pork yeah, chop. Yeah, yeah. Like, or a taft. A taft. Good. <laughs> Get a really corpulent pig. <laughs> that's how they come. Mm-mm. That's not true. They come, like, little and hilariously cute. That's true, they do. Um, and, and with, like, little snouts, and then we barbarically sl- slaughter it and have a, have a hog roast over a spit. Awesome. And then we can have, like, this summer... Are you going to get a spit-turning dog? A spit-turning dog? This is a thing that I learned about. They used to use dogs to turn the spits, and they just run on a little hamster wheel. That's amazing! It is amazing, and they no longer do it because it was, they, it was too cruel to the dogs. And Why is it a breed of dog that doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, yeah. We, we also read the same Hacker News article. Yeah. Why, is it, why is it cruel to a dog? I don't know, it sits over a fireplace running all day. Oh, why does it need to sit over a fireplace? Because they, they were very good at, Oh, yeah, it did, but it was still hot there. I don't Warmish. We've already talked about how running is the worst thing possible. So, so anything that involves running all day. But that is the worst thing possible if you're a human. I mean, dogs love that shit. I don't know, dogs have terrible taste. Yeah, they, they so do. I don't know, that's kind of ironic, though, because humans evolved to run extremely long distances. Like, over the course no. of tens of miles, yes, you cannot run a horse. No, humans evolved for, like, marathon level, like, running, but not sprinting. Like, going at a reasonable pace for a very long time. Exactly. Yeah, but that's that's not, I, I don't know, I almost wouldn't call that running. That's, it's, humans have evolved to be, to be endurance, I'm just going to keep chasing you until you just get tired of running away. Um, well, that, that's definitely running. I mean, I mean, that's that's so that's the strategy I use with women, and a hundred percent success rate. Yeah, and then then the height is perfect when you talk to them, break their neck with the sacred deer. Exactly. Yeah. I read that. I read a book about a guy who ran. He was really, he really, really wanted to organize a fair race against the deer, but he, deer would just never play fair. They would always just run up a hill, and then he couldn't catch them. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to or, to get a bunch of deer and confuse them, so they take them to a new place, and so that they wouldn't know where they were. So they couldn't just run up a hill; just take them somewhere very. Just flat take them to Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, that's what he wanted to do. Pretty much what he wanted to do. Then he just wanted to run after them. Okay. And prove the humans were the ultimate runner. And did he? No. You have to talk about it a lot. There's no closure to this. Well, there was no closure in the book. It was a disappointing story. Well, thanks for that. He ran a lot, though. He he ran a lot. It taught me that if you were a person who was extremely good... Anyone who is extremely good at running and runs their entire lifetime can then learn to run incredibly fast and long if they stop for a while. Why do you need to demonstrate... This is Western imperialism at its finest. You don't need to demonstrate this. Just go to Africa and look at a group like the San who still do hunt the way prehistoric humans do, and they regularly chase down antelope to the point of exhaustion. So yeah, right but, there. but but they've never done it like in a race. Yeah, there's there's a difference between I'm doing this to kill and eat you, and this is just purely for sport. Like the intention is, you know, I think I think deer racing would be a good Olympic sport, and then like you could breed the deer to be faster. Actually, that would be very good. You're not actually allowed to breed human athletes. Or something. No, I know, but that's that, that's what I'm saying. Like you, over time, you it's it's human versus pinnacle of deer at mm-hmm. all times. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a horse. 
Sorry? It's not just a horse. A horse is a special, a, a super <laughs> specialized kind deer. of deer that can yeah. be ridden and won't stab you in the head with antlers. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. My understanding of horse is limited, of course. Gone too of far. course. <laughs> I don't know, but imagine if you could selectively breed humans for what? athletic purposes. Why? Why do you want to breed that? To pit against these super deer. Wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, I'd, I'd rather breed them for something useful, like quake flight. <laughs> Ultimate reflexes. I, I did a horrible thing this morning. I got an email from uh, American Airlines, who I booked my trip to my upcoming trip to Peru with, and 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 was told we didn't book your flight because bank. Um, so I had to call them up, and I had to I had to give them my booking code, and and it began with a Z, but I had to say Z, and it was a compromise of my highest principles, and I felt dirty. I thought so. So when I when you, I talked you know, to Americans, when you came in, I thought you looked a little bit more American today. Yeah, you have that sort of dead-eyed look in the yeah, and the the coronary heart failure yeah, upcoming. Yeah, yeah, and and whenever I talked to a. Uh, Whenever I talk to uh, an American robot, I have to overpronounce my my fours. Um, <laughs> but I, I did that with you like two days ago. I was very confused by something you were saying. I had far too many or too few R's. Yeah, I was talking about um, the old "time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana" hilarity. Um, but it was what was the what was but the but word? but yeah, and, and I was I was describing it like that. That sort of thing has an actual name, and it's called a garden path sentence because oh, right, it leads right. you up, up was, the garden was... path. A garden park. So, so yeah, Lewis just looked at me and, and went, I don't understand your words, so I actually had to say, like, garden path. And he went, oh, thank you. And, it's, and it's, it's horrible. And it's amazing that you can just switch into being a regular human being. It feels, like, it feels like I am wearing a skin-tight... A skin-tight bodysuit with sandpaper on the inside every time I do that. Like, my whole skin is just being abraded by the noises coming out of me. <laughs> every time you speak American? Yes. Why can't you speak English properly? Why can't you speak English, period? Oh, I do, in fact, speak period English. Speaking of period English, we were talking about uh, Sturbridge Village, I believe, earlier. About we were talking about future history. No, no, we were talking about, about past history in the future. Yes. Tiny, tiny mock villages. One of the most hilarious signs I've seen is one that was advertising the future home of, like, historic Jamestown. Oh, that's excellent. <laughs> this, re- this reminds me of the need for time-traveling tenses to describe things that will have happened in the past. But yes, that's... It's called aspect. That's the linguistic term for it. And English happens to be unusually ambiguous with that. Oh, we're terrible about... We're, we're terrible about cases in general. But, that was... Okay, here, here is... But do, do any languages support tenses that only work with time travel? No, I don't think so. Douglas, Adam has a, Douglas Adams has a joke about that. Yeah, that's... that's um, I, all of my jokes are Douglas Adams jokes, poorly regurgitated. Right, but... Uh, in in episode two, I said I was going to see Eddie Izzard, and he actually talked about about English and its lack of cases. Did he talk about herbs? Ooh, you said it right. No, I said it wrong. No, no, you quoting Eddie Izzard. Definitely said it right. Why would it have an H before it's supposed to pronounce it? <laughs> There's a fucking H in it. <laughs> there is a fucking H in it. But yes, he was talking about how he has basically learnt word for word his entire routine in French, Spanish, and German for when he goes touring to those countries. In particular, there was there's one thing that he was talking about, and I don't quite remember, but he compared it to like a weasel glued to the back of a tractor, Good. and and this got this got a laugh. So he was talking about learning this in German, and because because German, it's this enormous mouthful and as he was like trying to say it in front of his audience he would get laughs because he was doing it all wrong but then as he learned to say it better and better he got fewer and fewer Fewer laughs laughs. 
And it turns out that part of a weasel glue to the back of a tractor is funny because of the meter in English. It's just like gada 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 da da. A weasel is a really funny animal, a really funny animal. Right. And and that doesn't translate to, to German, and he, he ended up replacing it in German with something else that I don't remember. I, I thought it was I just thought it was interesting that language issues I don't know. I think, did. I think a compendium, What's the point I was trying to make? I think you, you, the point was that we need a compendium of funny animal names cross linguistically. This is true. There is there is actually discussion on the there's a Wikipedia page a, a Wikipedia page for inherently funny words and like duck has been voted the most inherently funny duck is hilarious animal um, and and there is like if you if you graph uh, if if you count the instances of animals in jokes ducks way up the top um, there's just something funny about ducks as is well it, is as the name or the, the animal. It's 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 a confluence of all of the things. Like duck is in in the vicinity of other words. Duck is a short, sharp-sounding word. There's there's something in the in the actual sound of the word itself. But then ducks are visually quite amusing. They are well known to have a dog mask attached to their face. That's true. <laughs> and and ducks are just funny. But yeah, I I would be curious to see that in other languages. Right, you know, in in German, is there language. a different funny animal that gets used in all of them? I think drop bears are hilarious in all languages. Uh, drop bears are serious and very dangerous, and I don't think they're laughing. We shouldn't be joking about it. We really shouldn't be joking about soon. it. Too soon. Too <laughs> soon. People are dying of drop bears right now. Rip Steeper. <laughs> that was that that was the thing that happened to him, but it wasn't a, a drop bear. It was. Um, Ray of some description, wasn't it? But that's just probably because he dereferenced it all wrong. <laughs> I made an array joke. Okay, um, it's it's one o'clock. Unless anyone has any more funny to be, I think we should probably do some work. No, we definitely don't have anybody. We're not very funny people. No, speak for yourself. We um, just did. <laughs> Julian, thank you for joining us uh, for Guest Wednesday. You didn't say very much. I was expecting you to. to well, you told be... them not to talk unless spoken to. Oh, there is that. You, you immediately bully our guests, and then you bully them for, for their, their meekness. Good. So if you want to be. You told an excellent story about a molasses blood. This is true. Or at least referenced one. Um, he referenced it. <laughs> So, so yes, if you if you are listening and you were, are interested in being bullied for not talking and then talking, or possibly the other way around, do let you us know. Just if you're interested in being bullied. Yeah. Really my bullying services... Uh, Lewis, Lewis provides an opinion verification service. I will provide bullying services for probably a lower charge. Bloody um, Python will provide an argument. Yes, but most of them are dead now. So, yes, good goodbye, Internet. I think I think that's all we have to say. End the scene. Cut.